to the Mallory Bros Podcast, episode 147, turn up. Believe it or not, y'all, I have been losing my voice for the last four or five days. I haven't been yelling, I don't know what it is, but we here, we locked in, happy weekend. Look, I said happy weekend. I'm already screwing it up. Happy Friday. We headed into the weekend. My man sitting right next to me looking like he's a... Uh, Terrence, let's just get to start. Let's just, let's just start the show. There's <laughs> nothing on his wrist. Oh, yeah, Apple Watch. Oh, Apple he's Watch. a cool guy. He's a cool guy. I don't wear no wrist with. I didn't. You look like you about to go to Six Flags like shit, boy. I just realized that we haven't talked about each other in a minute. Y'all realize that? I haven't said nothing about you. I kept it very chill. What's that around his neck? You got the Corbin Blue necklace on? You know who you look like? <laughs> <laughs> you got the Corbin Blue necklace on? What was Corbin Blue's song, bro? Remember Corbin Blue? What? Oh, look, product is in demand. Profit not far behind. Got on my mother pearls. I'm fucking with all the time. Babies be having babies. I'm talking about how I grind. Niggas be thinking voodoo the way bricks be multiplying. Affiliated with wealth. Associated with death. Self-made millionaires. That's a triple beat off the shelf. Get my man mixed Get my this nigga. If you know that, if you know that, then, then, then you look. That's Terrell, y'all. That's not who y'all thought that was. That's that not was Terrell me. lyrics. That is Rick Ross, Pirates, from his arguably best album that he put out. God forgives I don't, which is arguable because some of the early ones might take it. I might have to give it to Deep in Rap. Speaking of Rick Ross, that song that they that he played that they played on the playoffs uh, yesterday. I don't know if he did some song for the playoffs. Shit was fire. He got a new song that came out. It's him. Is Flow Rod on it or something like that? He got some fire verse out there. But yeah, I'm not sure how y'all feeling, but I'm feeling good going into this weekend. Ex- except the fact that I'm losing my voice. The game. I'm definitely feeling good about this weekend. Uh, not oh, yet, for sure. Let me, just, let me start by saying that I went to go see Air. I was telling mm-hmm. people to go see Air. That was my movie suggestion of the week last week. It will be... I'll have two movie suggestions this week because I'm going to let motherfuckers know to go and see that drain again because, man... That mm. joint was everything they say it was. It was phenomenal. That movie, man, and you know what? You forget what it's about. Like, it's about the creation of the Jordan shoe and the process of getting Jordan to Nike. And that shit wasn't easy. And I remember that. Like, I wasn't there for it, but I remember watching and learning about that. Remember we used to, remember we used to study Tinker Hatfield and... All the people involved with the shoes. Yeah. Man, when we was in high school, we used to be so ingratiated in the fucking what the design behind this shoe was. Remember, we knew the seven was based on African Uh art. They took elements. We was deep into it, yeah. We were so deep. But the movie highlights that the uh, the process behind Sonny Vaccaro and Phil Knight and that whole early Nike regime before they was shit. They was... Converse was popping. Yeah. Adidas was even doing better than them. And they were like, if we take this shot, it could work or we could fucking fail. And us in 2023, we know that Jordan brand changed their whole shit. Do they have somebody in a movie that plays Michael Jordan? Yeah. That comes in and it's like, yeah. They do a great job of that because they never show his face. Oh, okay. It's always just yeah. some tall dude. Ball. The most important people in, in Michael's ball. circle was his mom and dad. Uh, okay, so they was his mother played by Viola Davis, who smoked she it. Smoked she it. smoked it. She smokes it. She smoked it. But Matt, Matt Damon is the one to me who had the performance stand out. He really smoked it. So, though went to Showplace Icon. It was low key. It was all right. It took my food forty five minutes to come. And what'd you get? What'd he get? I got loaded nachos and a side of truffle fries. 
truffle fries. <laughs> Imagine having a problem and you gotta gotta you gotta go down there and you're the nigga at the movie theater that's like, I still haven't got my truffle fries. <laughs> this motherfucker ordered a truffle fry. And look, he's complaining about it at the movie theater. How look look at what? Nah, the world we dead is. ass got we got like halfway through the movie and I'm like, damn, I'm just not gonna be able to eat this movie. And then a the dude came up with like, this must be for you. Yeah, motherfucker. Give me my damn truffle fries. I don't even know what a truffle fry is. What the fuck is that? Truffle fry. Come with the uh, the little special truffle cheese or whatever on it. You ain't never had a truffle fry? You... Am I tripping for not having fries with sprinkled cheese on it? Did I see what he did? It's like a cheese. <laughs> it's like a, damn, it's like a salty. A you built like a holes. <laughs> what are you built like, boy? Hey, look. You never had truffle fries for real, though? No, it's real. That's crazy. I got to show Or maybe I had them and I didn't know they was called truffle uh, fries. You've had truffle fries before because you're not uncultured. Look, these are truffle fries right here. Look, got the little. Oh, yeah. Them joints tough. (laughs) (laughs) Look, let me get one of them. (laughs) I completely switched up when I got to the theater. (laughs) Bring me one. Nah, but sure. But that shit took Absolutely not. I only get popcorn at the theaters. I'm glad you had a good movie experience, though, bro. It's been a minute since I went to the movie theater. It's the last movie I've seen in the, in the movie theater. Everywhere, Avatar. like every day, everything, everywhere, all in one. <laughs> Avatar. Avatar was your last movie experience? Mm-hmm. This nigga haven't seen Creed. Didn't go see... Uh, the Last Airbender. What's the last... 19... I've seen, like, five movies since Avatar. Creed. Um, What's the last joint we saw? Cocaine Bear. Y'all I saw... Movie. Y'all some movie This going. joint. Y'all some movie you wa- Yo, you wildin'. You wildin'. All right. Uh, the first thing that we wanted to talk about was something that hit the TL earlier in the week, y'all. Um, and that was the Freak Neek documentary is coming to Netflix, Terrell. Mm-hmm. The, the, the wildest story never told. The wildest story it. never told or something like that. And, and, I, and I believe it took place in, in ATL, right? Yes. The Freak Neek started in 1983. And it was basically like a we about to get it in spot for um, it was simply a picnic public park. Near the Atlanta University Center, organized by the uh, the student group, the DC Metro Club, intended for students who cannot afford to return home for spring break. That's originally where it started as, but that joint turned into "Don't stop, drop that booty, up that booty, doo doo brown." I'm about to say that joint turned <laughs> into an event. Hey, look, and they was acting crazy out there. There was a video that dropped at the beginning of this week. Uh, that set the TL off, and we gonna let y'all hear because this lady sounds absolutely petrified. Nah, for sure. right and for now. people that are outside of the states, this was in 1983, and it was like a freak. It's called a freak neat. Like it was literally yeah. just like a girls gone wild, but black folks, mostly people that went to HBCUs that are now doctors, lawyers, moms, dads, y'all moms, yeah, and granddads. Yep. Mm-hmm. This somebody's mother right here. This is somebody's <laughs> mother right here. Yeah. Our parents are from DC. Didn't go to HBCUs. My dad went to um, UDC, but, like, they weren't traveling to Atlanta. Nah. So they ain't going to get tied up in it. But a lot of people, parents. I was about to say, your parent might have took a vacay. You don't know. No, we don't know who's listening to this. It was some iotas on it that was looking bad. Go ahead and play the clip. I want some old heads that's listening to this that might have actually been down there. They, they like, look, they hitting the 30 seconds, yeah. skipping past this part. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is this lady right here, y'all. Scared as hell. Click it and then I'll, and I'll go. I got you. Y'all. I don't know. We might be in trouble. Did y'all see Hulu is about to release a documentary about 94 Freaknik? Yes. Yes. 1994 Freaknik. Yes. They are about to release a documentary. 
So, um, I'm just, now I, I've been to several Freaknicks. 94 was one that I attended. Uh, so I'm, I'm just praying that Jesus be a fence. I'm praying that Jesus just be a big, <laughs> tall privacy fence. That's my prayer. This. All right, we're going to leave it right there. I'm going to keep it 100, y'all. This is not surprising, for real. Like, her being scared about this is not surprising because back then, I don't think that they thought in any way they were being recorded. You know? Not for sure. Or maybe if you did, you didn't think that it was a documentary for later for my kids going to see. Nah, and it's you know what? motherfuckers that got two kids now. You got a whole life that's ahead that's built up. It's people losing their jobs for pictures leaking. She went on to say, I had my clothes on. I never took my clothes off. And when they brought them cameras out, I tried to run away as fast as I could. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. But you know what? The biggest thing from this, right, is, first of all, this is about to be a dope documentary because it's going to expose a lot of shit. You see them IOTA saying, if you out here in a short skirt, you can't say, I didn't know I was going to get raped or something like that. And they was like, this somebody's dad now. This could be a man that has a daughter. Okay, yeah. That's talking crazy like this back in the day. And you know what? It made me think. They worried about some shit that could get out from 1994. That was the year we was born, right? That was 29 years ago this year. So... It made me think, let's you said talk. 20 years ago this year? 29 years ago oh, this year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but 30 years later, there <laughs> is there anything, and I don't think so, but I was going to ask you, is there, any, is there any skeletons in the closet documentary that could come out from our growing up era? I don't think so. Nah, no. All we had was the go go era, which was just, a just, just dancing with girls in a club. For us. I mean, he's talking about for us, but for even us. just but that was early. Let's talk college, though. See, me and TV had a, the worst in terms of like fun, fun in terms of college experience. But that Miami documentary that could come out about the, the Miami trips. Nah, yeah, and, and that's look, why I said I feel like this is a one of a kind thing. It's I just not uh -huh. every generation can come out with a documentary like something like this. To me, this is going to be very clean. Imagine when all of these. IG models and whoever that got OnlyFans. It's not going to be like this. In 30 years when you a grandma? Terrell, no. This is the event. This is like if they come out with an Astro World tragedy documentary. Because it's like a thing. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you it's like a, it's not going to be. Like, a OnlyFans documentary will be a little different than this. Because this is an event that, this is like something that happened. And I don't think. Not yet. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it would happen. That would be again. a larger scale because it would be so much more to cover. Yeah. I just think this is a, the 94 Freaknik. Mm-hmm. Apparently the wildest one they ever had. I don't think, like, you had a lot of people that was like, y'all gonna see men being predators. Yeah, it's you like, will. You will. But I don't think it's I don't think it's fair in a way. I was gonna ask you. I feel like that was like the vibe back then. Not predatory behavior. I just mean what could get looked at as predatory behavior now could have been the way back then. So give an Not example. That you got to cool. give an example. I'll give you an example. When we used to go to the Go-Go, right? Me and Terrell grew up listening to Go-Go music. It's a DMV, primarily DC type of music. But it's really like club music. The same way Baltimore has club music and stuff like that, we have Go-Go. We used to go to the Go-Go, and if a girl was dancing right here, I could go up to her and grab her waist. And, and 
I can initiate a dance physically. I don't have to tap her on her shoulder and say, what the? I don't got to do none of that. I literally can go and grab her, and it's no type of, it was no type of issue back then. And if, if you, you look at a no, video, if you got Carrie, you got Carrie. Yo, you get Carrie. You could even like try to like be like, you can come on, really? <laughs> <laughs> but look, even if it was like that, um, even if it was like, even if that was on camera, somebody could look at that and be like, damn, he just went up to her and grabbed her. Like, this is predatory behavior. But like, even back then, it was a mutual understanding that like, yo, this is the way of life right now. And I'm not saying that it was it was right, but I'm saying it's like. A- because you'll start to look like you're trying to apologize, be an apologist for predatory behavior. I'm just saying, is there any leeway that both saying. guys and girls get for, like, it just being wild? It was wild out there. Like, I mean, it all depends on what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was a time. It's like, that's an uphill. Yeah. Like, if you see Coke your- can car battle because it is a lot of it is a lot of shit. Some of the clips that I've seen from Freak Neeks yes. are just like. Ah, this is age bad. And honestly, Terrence, it's no different than if somebody, the way people used to talk about people on the TL, yeah. about certain communities on the TL, about certain, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Those tweets, if you saw them now, they look different than they looked back then. And you can't say, well, back then we all talk like that. We, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it depends on what it is. Because you're right. The way we used to like dance with girls in the club. Yeah. That's just kind of how it was. I don't know if it's still like that. I just feel like it is on the Caribbean scene. With the girl, I mean, with the lady coming out and saying, uh-oh, Lord Jesus be a fence and stuff like that. I felt like it was a funny thing because it's like, yeah, you never know. You could be out there with your shirt off or something. Uh-huh. And I thought it was kind of like about, like in, it was to be embarrassing kind of. But I feel like it got turned to the fellas and then it turned to just, Oh, y'all getting ready to see how men are predators? Y'all getting ready to see? It's like, damn, they was everybody we talking about how this is gonna be embarrassing to be out there. Like, if you see your father standing down there off on the side, now it looks like your dad is part of predatory behavior. Well, now, it, if you was a part of the freak neek, it was you was a predator. If you was I don't think there. it was that. I don't think it's that deep. I think those I think people that are just trying to make everybody a predator are reaching. And look, I don't think it was I I definitely don't think it's that deep. I'm just seeing people turn it into that. I'm like, all right. I can't lie. Is everything gonna be a if I had parents down there, I would be nervous. I'd be like, I hope you just hope your folks not down there in some bullshit. You know what I mean? Saying? But if, let's say your parents was down there fucking. I mean, that's outside. One, that's like one you thing. Your father fucking outside or something outside. Like everybody that's not was predatory. Young, predatory is so, Terrence, like, if somebody's online doing something or making women uncomfortable, you know how that, people gonna write that off as that's the only thing that I would say would be predatory. No, Anything but, else was fair game. Not fair game, but. And that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm looking at how instead of us looking forward to just seeing our parents be embarrassed, now it's turned into this political fucking... Because it was some of that, Terrence. It was. That's why I say it's an uphill battle. That means... Well, you're right. Like, we will never be able to look back on anything because there's going to be some bullshit with everything. So it's like, damn, we... Mm -hmm. I guess you won't be able to look back on anything until everything is just everybody being... Completely cordial. Because when you look back at, like I said, when you look back at the, go, the go-go days, right? Uh-huh. Looking back at it, I don't think that that type of behavior was like... But you also weren't making women uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? You also weren't doing... You weren't telling people that 
if you get raped, it's on you type shit. Like they was doing, like and them iotas was but doing see, that you clip. looking at. The one video that you've seen and saying this is the culture of I'm this not event. That. I'm not saying that. I'm saying anything like that is going to be looked at that way. I don't think it speaks for the whole event. I said people that are trying to make the whole and event. And that's now. what I'm saying. Like, I don't think that the predatory behavior speaks for that whole event. Now we all going to go in here looking for the predators. People 100% you know are going and looking to find. It's no fun. Y'all are so, y'all fuck everything up with being so fucking serious about everything. Jesus. Damn, you can't play that role. We can't we even say, damn, about this stuff. is how it was back then. Like, I guess it was. I guess I get it. We be serious about stuff that people say, why so serious? And we like, um, I everybody's going to take their cause. And trust me, I get it. I get it. I'm just saying. That made but, me uh, not want to watch it, though, you know? You know what that made me think of, though? It made me think of the difference, like, when you bring up the go-go scene. Yeah. Like, I was reading this thread about how clubs have... How did you see that? Did you see that thread about how bottle service and sections ruined the club experience? Or, uh, no. I know you said something about one one uh cover that. Though. It was a um, it was a like a thread that was talking about how when we used to go to the club, like back in the day. Damn, I don't hate that term. It makes you sound so old. Back in but the day when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. The 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 club scene. In the early, damn, I would say like even 2013, 2012, when we had first graduated high school, a lot of y'all was preteens. But that scene back in the day was more so like there was a VIP section, and the girl covered it in, in the thread. It was actually beautifully done. But it was a VIP section. There was a dance floor. And if you was VIP was saved for the artist that came to town or the famous chick or whoever was the famous person or the person that had clout. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And now she was talking about how now they got rid of the VIP and now it's, now it's more so like you can buy a section and get bottles and this person can buy a section and get bottles and they collapse the, there's no more dance floor because now they had to make more sections for motherfuckers' birthday reservations and bottles and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now there's no more dance floor, except, like, that's why I said on the Caribbean scene, if you go to certain clubs, they be still having, like, that dance element. But our clubs have literally turned into niggas buying bottles. You know what I'm saying? Bottle girls, sections. You can't even barely move in some of these clubs like you used to back in the day. Nah, yeah. It's completely changed. So what are you basically uh, saying? You didn't hear what I just said? I said you made me you made me think about you made me think about live on this pod, my bad. You made me think about um how the club scene changed when you brought up go-go. Oh, okay, yeah. Because back then all we did when we went to the club oh, was dance. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Now, it ain't really much of that. You just kind of vibe in your section. Yeah. And honestly, you would think that it would be going back towards the old way with like all the dances and shit people be doing. People dead ass be holding back from doing dances, I feel like, when they go out. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, if they play a certain song that you know a dance to, I feel like people be knowing full TikTok dances, but I feel like there's still that certain element of people not wanting to do, like, TikTok shit out because it still looks like mm -hmm. you're doing a TikTok. But low-key, people by the... That dance floor club scene about to come back. I would love to see that come back. And look, maybe they ain't going to be playing music like that. Maybe they're going to be playing some of these TikTok sounds in the club so y'all can, you know, do the, do the little dance real quick. That's I wouldn't cool. be surprised if they're already doing that. They do that now. 
They'll play yeah. the song that they know. But you know what? Now it's different because there's not really dance songs. There are songs that people do dances to, but it's not necessarily made. Like, I just want to rock. You can say that song in the in the dance is pretty much the song is, is dope because of the dance that you do. Yeah. We had lean with it, rock with it. It was clearly for that. Our that, shit was way wavier than y'all shit. I don't care. Lean with it, rock with it was fire. Like, it's a literally a pause and then you drop. You probably sound old as shit. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what y'all say. Fuck y'all we young niggas. Our shit was way better than y'all shit. What do y'all have? Let's keep it on. They got some dope shit, though. We had Crank That Soldier Boy. Let's keep it on. That was fire. Our dances were up, better. They grew up with... uh. We had Crank That Soldier Boy. We had the two-step. We had Walk It Out. We had the fucking Lean With It Rock With It. The Laffy had, Taffy. They had the Whippin' Nene. Chicken Noodle Soup. We had a Chicken Noodle Soup. Mm. We had a Jerk. We had uh, Walk It Out. The Harlem Shake. Out? Harlem Shake was early. We had so many dances. All our shit was They waiting. had the Whippin' Nene. Now watch me whip and then Nene. That shit was, that shit was here. dumb. I used to like that drink. I ain't gonna lie. All right. Now watch me whip. Whip it. Watch me whip. <laughs> <laughs> that's right when hip-hop started definitely nosediving. That's right when we started. That's right when music started headed towards apps. They have different dances. Like some of them have the... The spot em, got em joint. Burn away is common. Being not your legs. Oh, that was a dope What little... was that challenge called? The spot em, got em challenge. No, nah, that's his act. That's... No, nah, it's called the beatbox challenge. The beatbox challenge. Yeah. What was the beatbox dance, though? That was it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was it. That was wavy. They had all yeah. shit. And now they got the, the, the shit they do. I'm, I'm rocking with that, too, though. I'm not hating on that. They got the gritty. They got the they got gritty. The gritty. That's up you there. You never seen niggas in the NFL doing the lean with it, rock with it at the same level they doing the gritty. You got white folks. Look, and the Mike Gesicki the out there doing that joint. Yeah, you're right. The lean with it, rock with it also is not as wavy as a celebration than something like that. Yeah, so shut your fucking old mouth. Nah, our dance is still better. Man, whatever. Um, we might as well cover this early. The um, the Dalai Lama is. That situation, you gotta let me know what happened because I honestly have no idea the details. I just know the the bad that. news. So, for people that don't understand who the Dalai Lama is, let me just let y'all know the actual on paper because I don't even want to fuck it up. Y'all should see the picture Terrell has as his little icon for for him logging into his MacBook. It's like him graduating or some shit. <laughs> what is that? Man, you have like no, a suit not. on or some something like that. You know how they send you your uh, your high school picture, but it still got the big-ass logos all on it, but you just post it anyway? Your mother still put it in the frame with the order here? I don't even know what picture's <laughs> on there. It transferred from when I first got my first MacBook. You know what I'm saying? That was 2012. But uh, the Dalai Lama is the, uh, the title given by the Tibetan people to the foremost spiritual leader... Um, Period. This this man's supposed to be the foremost spiritual leader. Like he both they call him that's how they refer to him. Like they refer to him a certain way. Like they'll say the the spiritual. I forget what it is that they say. All I know is y'all probably have seen it and y'all have probably heard about it and you probably heard a bunch of commentary about it. But this shit is a low-key wild because it was a little boy. You didn't see the video. You never watched it? <laughs> There's a little boy that he sees, and he's clearly, like, very happy with this boy, to say it the cleanest way. Like, the way he's looking at the boy, 
The boy has to be like eight, ten. Was it the nine, boy he was sticking his tongue out at? Yes. Okay. This man. I saw the photo of he that. He made the boy give him a kiss on the lips, which was weird. Then he told the little boy to suck his tongue, which, oh, I can't even, it feels weird to even say that. Suck your tongue? Yeah. And you're supposed to be the, you're supposed to be, you're the Dalai Lama. You're the 14th Dalai Lama that they had. And that's what you want. But you know what? They, it just opens the, it opens the dusty, it puts suck a Suck my tongue? Nah, yeah. It was wild. And he, the little boy didn't want to do it. He didn't do it. What do you he mean? He ended up rolling his old ass tongue right back in his mouth. Terrence, don't go to it. I can't watch it. Well, you watch it while I explain. Uh, to me, it just opens the dust. It puts a light down that dusty hallway nobody wants to look down when it comes to these religious leaders and little boys. That's all I'm going to say. If y'all, that, yes, the, that pedophilia is, that's a conspiracy y'all don't want to talk about with me because... It's a lot of places you don't think it is. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to get too deep. I am not going to. It's just an it's. I'm not going to back this dude or be like we don't know. Like with the Balenciaga thing. If that's what y'all think, this is some bullshit. Suck my tongue. Nah, he's wilding. What if I smack this shit out of you? How about that? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> oh, it's whoa, whoa. When I say that, though. Nah, and you know Feel what? Feel me? That was the concerning part is that nobody said, uh, they I just, just let him rock. I just saw a video posted up here, so-and-so, look. What? You have to understand the customs in history. So, so-and-so is, is innocent. Uh, the Dalai Lama is innocent. It's like, son, honestly, with shit like this. Nah, but that's the thing. People are saying it's a custom. This is what they... Do and sometimes people aren't saying that the suck my tongue thing is is normal because that is a that's not a normal that's thing. a that's a thing in y'all culture no but they're him they're trying to say that he is there's innocent. no way you're saying that to a boy to me I don't give a fuck what culture you're in not my son no way there's no way the culture he comes from fucks with that Tam but we don't know we really don't know cultures be having wild shit that they do. Some people, some people, yeah, and you, you know, but that doesn't make it okay. It's still fucked up. Man. It just will never be my child. No, sir. I'm smacking you right on your bald head and making them glasses fly right across the room. That's insane. Asking the little boy, I can't even, I don't even, I can't even believe this happened. I thought he just stuck his tongue out and they said the vibes was weird. I ain't think, I, I oh, oh, hell no. Nah. Yeah, yeah. So they getting a little crazy with the artwork. That didn't. That's not the. <laughs> they got some crazy ass artwork <laughs> out there of people trying to get clicks and views over this shit. But yeah, I mean that just shit. That shit was just wild. I mean, I don't know Sorry. what they were like. Look, I wonder what you guys. This somebody mentioned me and said, I wonder what you guys are gonna say about this Dalai Lama situation. I need to go back and look at his page to see who he was because I I don't know if he was looking for like a controversial. The bad thing about things that happen like this when it's religion is uh, when a religion is involved is your faith is tested yeah same thing with Malcolm X in the situation with uh Muhammad uh -huh. where it's like oh shit 
my entire belief and faith is based on almost like a gift of knowledge that I got from this person. Mm. But now this person has done something that went, that goes against everything that I, that we, that I got to learn from him. That's like your man telling you never snitch. And this nigga's ratting. Yeah, but when he tell you, be careful you, with that one because when he tells you, you know, you know yeah, you know, way things look complicated, or things or whatever, you like, no way, no way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Things don't get complicated. You never do this, right? That's like Frank Costello being a, a rat. You got the nerve, really? You'll beat a nigga's hands. You'll break a nigga's hand. You know what I'm saying? Cut a nigga hand off for it. But your one. That's where that's where I feel like your your faith really get now now I'm like not only is my trust with you tested now I got to double back on everything that I learned from you which is my faith. That's why people will be like, "You know what I'm standing with, bro?" Yeah. You ain't do it. Cuz this faith so deep and I got it from him, I can't let it go. Imagine if they came out and said like Look at what happened with even people like the Andrew Tate when it came out that he might or he was even accused, you already had people like, yeah, but Andrew Tate. I get it. I'm just saying when is not when people align with somebody so much, they can't sometimes they can't get out of the way of their faith. 100%. Look at Jonathan Majors. We had all became such big fans of this man. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was quick that when it happened, first of all, for those of us who've been around the block, we've seen that story. So it's like, all right, we'll wait. But then, now that there's been radio silence, it's like, damn, you know what? They plan that he's guilty, let's lay low road. Yep. And imagine that times like 10. Because religion take it. Exactly, because that's what you believe in. That's a fact. The situation is crazy, y'all. I can't believe that that is even a thing. What? Am I out of, am I out of place saying that I would have smacked him? You, would you smack him if you was the boy or if you was the parent? Parent. That's not his son, is it? No. Somebody else kid? Yeah. And that was the thing. That was the, the lie. I'd have been like, bro, who threw his shoe at George Bush? Yeah. <laughs> He'd have seen a size 12 coming full speed at his uh at his his cross joint. Tans. <laughs> he had a full speed 12 coming right for his frames. Nah, for sure, because that was wild. That was wild. That was wild. All right, bet. Um, let me, I did want to ask you this, right? I'm gonna give you a situation. This is not course of action. It's not, this is just, I want to know what Terrence thinks, and I feel like he's going to think different than me. The girl, this is a text thread, right? Y'all probably seen this. The girl says, I'm bringing my best friend with me, right? Obviously, they're talking about some type of date. Dude says, four. She says, she wanted to go out for food and drinks. And he says, well, I'm not paying for her because I invited you. Okay, I'll be honest. She's only she's only coming for my safety because this is our first date. Yeah. He says, okay. Oh, okay. I respect it. Well, tell RoboCop to sit her ass outside and scan the perimeters because I still ain't paying for her. And so this opens the door to the question of the girl that brings her friend on the first date for safety. Have you ever been through that? I have. Mm -mm. Okay, cool. I've actually been through that twice in my life. You have been through that. You never been out with somebody and their friend came? Mm -mm. Not on a okay. date that I set up and a girl told me or I knew she was with her friend for safety. I've been in a situation where 
I've been in a situation where I was with a girl and her friend, but like I always jaw like new. It never was. I've never been on a first date with a girl that uh, I've never been on a first date with a girl that said, "Yeah, I'm bringing a friend for safety." Never. And I told Terrell, mm-hmm. I don't fuck with it. I I think if you need to bring your friend on the first date for safety, I don't want to go on a first date with you. If you feel like if you feel like you need to bring your friend with me, I mean, if you feel like you need to bring your friend friend with you to go on a first date with me, then we don't need to go on a first date because, like, I'm just not making you feel comfortable enough. I could talk to somebody else that's not going to be extra like that. And I feel like I don't think I'm a threatening person or I don't think I come off that way. So if that's your preference, that's cool. I'm just letting you know that's a red flag for me because I'm not trying to entertain. I'm not trying to get to know you and your friend. And most of the time when you go out with that girl, their friend, they'll say that their friend's there for safety, but a lot of times they friend be there for, like, security or, like, try, you're trying to die. You ever be safety. with a girl and her friend? Nah, not, I don't mean that. So this is what I mean by that. I mean, like, you ever be with a girl and her friend and she talking to her friend the whole time? Every time her friend say something, she look, she let, she press to say what her friend's saying? And now you got to sit there and, like, me, it's like me and your friend are entertaining you. And it's like, I get this, but, like, this is low-key your inability to connect with somebody just a one-on-one. It's nerve-wracking. You know what I'm saying? It's, mm-hmm. it, you, you, you're going to have a way that you feel, but I think if you need to have your friend there for safety, like, hold on, wait. I mean, like, are we not talking every day? First date, I can see if, all right, bet, look. I come in and ask you if you want to go on a date. That's one thing, but like, well, let me respond because as somebody who's done it twice, both those situations, it actually was a dope type situation, and I understood the 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 you. This your first time seeing me in person. We might have, and especially nowadays with people just talking in DMs and maybe two or three Facetime dates. It is 100% an, a, a possibility that somebody might have somebody tag along. <laughs> I don't think I don't think that that's the most ideal thing. I don't. Yeah. I'm just saying that I've actually been through that. It's crazy because I've actually been through that. How did you feel when she told you that? Both situations, I didn't know that there was going to be another person there until I was getting ready to leave. And they were like, oh, it's me and my friend. And I'm already dressed and ready to go. And it's like, oh, all right, cool. Yeah. In both situations, so you see, it really all depends, too, because I don't... And I've been to, in a situation like that, too, where it's like, oh, it's me and my friend. And you're like, see? oh, okay. But now, no, it is a this little is bit different, of a, her saying, I'm... He, she's literally saying, I'm bringing my friend for safety. Yeah, but Girl, you know what? Both of my... Situ- both of my the fuck? Terrence, both of my situations, I knew that the friend was there for safety because it was my first time Man, fuck seeing that. this shit. And if this you is the don't thing, feel safe... Terrence, this is the thing. If you don't feel safe going out with me, then we don't have to go out. You can take your ass out with someone else. But do you not care if somebody has had, you know, a no, situation in their I don't give a fuck. Something like that? No. You want to know why? Because we all are out here dating. Feel me? Okay. And right. I'm about to hit you with the... In the but, dating world, there are going to be things that have happened to you, but people do not have to deal with it. Nobody should have to deal with that. I think it's awkward for you to bring somebody else with you on a first date period. I think a first date, y'all going to want to say how special y'all first date was. Y'all going to want to go back on memory lane. Maybe go back and look at pictures. Think about how awkward it's going to be that you have to create these first memories 
with her and her fuckboy ass, annoying ass friend. Fuck now, your friend. Now, tell your friend no. Like, if you can't tell your friend no, or if you have to bring your friend for safety, cool. That's you. But it's going to be niggas like me who want to say, fuck you. I'm going to go talk to somebody Terrence, else. please. All if right. you want to make it seem like niggas are these perfect Prince Charming niggas. I'm not, but like, yo. Like, cool. I'm, but the fact of the matter is, sometimes niggas be creeps. Yeah, you right. niggas. And some of us some, are not creeps. But it's not. And the, some of us ain't. Terrence. Some, so we not all going, we not, but, we not but moving Terrence, out here like that. Because some of you my, women are whack as fuck. Okay, so I cannot say we splitting the bill. Because I don't know what you're going to do you after this. Now you not on man Can I do that? You Can I say we splitting the bill because I don't know what type of chick you about to be? You're not on man time. If you, it's if you a risk. It's way. high risk, high reward, right? You're not on man time, though. Nigga, I could put... Sound I like could tap high risk, high reward on my forehead. That's high risk, high reward. Ter if now, you want to play the game like a bitch, you're going to take L's. And that's men and women. Ter don't listen, Straight up. Don't listen to him. He's not on man time. Terrell, man time. you're not on man you're time, You're not on buddy. man time. You're not on man time, buddy. First of all, you got me fucked up. Both times that situation happened to me, I paid for the girl and her friend and me. That's why because I'm not a broke ass this. nigga. Facts. That's why Number he's two. doing this because he has experience. Because <laughs> he this. did it. Ted, because it's not that big of a deal, and I still made dope connections with the women that I went to meet. I just also look, you all fellas, your listen shit to a nigga that's done it. Listen your to this. Shit different. You but, keep trying to make it seem like it's this shit. Nah, and I've done this. But think about this. If you really like this chick and you this Prince Charming ass nigga that Terrence is trying to make you out to be, think about it this way. If you a dope ass nigga and you got great conversation and you got a dope personality, you should still be able to. And this is the thing that I hate about this nigga. Sorry for cursing because I said I was going to stop cursing and saying the N word, but fuck that right now. This nigga says Terrence is the most smoothest Y'all should see this nigga with women. Y'all should see him. What are you talking about? It don't matter who's there. Terrence could be talking to somebody, or he could show up on a date, and the girl could have her best friend and her other best friend, and Terrence is, he thinks I'm stupid. I know this man since we was embryo, since we was both little web fingers in the womb, motherfuckers. This is what Terrence would do, because I know him. Terrence would use the friend to create and establish equity in the woman he likes. Terrence, would you not? That's my He 100% would. 100%. He will be telling a friend, oh, <laughs> you know what I like about your girl? Let me tell you about your girl. I was talking to her. I was this and that. He be making all types of equity. So what the fuck is he talking about? This is what he would do. Fellas, if shorty want to bring somebody for safety and you, and, you, and you establish conflict with that, you now put yourself in the predator category that you could not be. You could not be a predator at all. But since you want to put yourself in this category and say, why the fuck you need somebody for safety? Now you look like a rapist. Oh let, my let God, are you fucking kidding me? Let her bring somebody. You're fucking tripping. Terrence, now nah, think about and it. I'm losing my voice. I can't even get off of this. Terrence, nigga. think about it. If you play the, what the fuck you want to bring somebody for safety for? That's crazy. Oh, well, you know what? I deserve a chance I'm to I'm splitting respond. the bill. I deserve a chance Damn. to respond. I deserve a chance all to right, respond. I feel like that is bullshit, Terrell. It is unfair for you to be taking that type of precaution with me. I ain't give you no type of vibe like that. That's like you showing up and you like this with the mace in your hand. You got the mace and you like, I ain't know what type of nigga you was about to be. Yo, you can go the fuck home for real. We've been talking every day. We feeling each other. We vibing. It ain't no reason for you to feel like I'm on that type of energy. And if you do, it's not time for a first date. How about waiting until you feel safe enough to be around me for us to go on a first date? 
Because I'm going to let you know, ladies, you look like a fucking weirdo. You do. No, you don't. Yes, ladies, you do. no, you don't. You look like a weirdo. And I'm not saying you, oh, you, ha- you don't have trauma that you've been through. I'm not saying that. But we have to be honest. I can, get, I, can, I can have gone through certain chicks treating me a certain way on dates, but can I let that affect how I go on a date with you? No, because dating is dating. That's like me thinking I can flex the rules just because of what I've been through or just because I fail, I fail hard. It's, the game is the same no matter how you fall. Like, your Man. experience is your experience, but you need to understand, like we said, Terrell, your perspective. People don't want to get out here and deal with your bullshit. Just because I had a girl fucking, let's say I had a girl just fucking do some random shit when we was doing something, I can't now say, okay, I can't take a precaution around some fuckboy shit. But it's hard can. for me to give an, exam, give an example. Because I, my precaution can be a good precaution and somebody can deal with it, but you also need to realize that there are people who are out here, ladies, there are men out here who aren't on any type of energy like that, and you're going to come off as a weirdo. And you could ruin, the same way Terrell telling you to take a precaution, because bruh could be a rapist or a predator, the risk the question. The risk right there is not as high as him just being a, a you know what I'm saying? Like he could be a regular straight edge dude. So the, the risk of him being a rapist or a predator, I feel like I'm not gonna say is there's none. Right. And I don't, on that percentage, I cannot. No, you cannot. Terry, now let me ask you this. Do you have an issue with the fact that the friend is there or paying? I have an issue that you feel like you need to bring a friend for safety. You are, it's not about a friend being there. I've been in that situation. It's bringing a friend for safety makes me feel like we don't need to be on no first date. Because if you don't feel safe and you got to bring your friend, then we obviously not a match. But question though, don't you play a role? If she feel like she got to bring her friend for you, what role in you, what role do you play in her feeling like she got to even and bring a friend? And that's the bad thing about women. You doing exactly that. You trying to make it seem like, if you just, can I say this? You've been saying a lot. You're trying to make it seem like because she feels like she needs to bring a friend. It is solely because of how I make her feel when it could be because of her trauma. And ain't nobody saying there's anything wrong with that. All I'm saying is you have to be able to own your own trauma, y'all. You got to be able to say... I've been through some shit, so believe it or not, this is how I am. Is that acceptable for you, or I'll move on? You can't expect people to expect the rules to be flexed just because you went through some shit. They're dating every day. He could date three other girls besides you, and you're showing up with your friend. Do, so you, you're, know, do you know you're setting yourself back? Regardless of what you've been through, yeah, you're looking out for yourself, but you could also be holding yourself back. That's why I said you just got to understand when you, put the, when you put the boot on your car, you know what I'm saying? You're not going to be driving the same. Can you move? Yeah. You can't but move like, with a boot. That's the purpose of a boot. Wrong example. Nigga, you could put a boot on and get that bitch to go. I've seen videos of it. <laughs> but look at the force. But T, do you think it would be better if she say that up front? Like, yo, I'm not all the way cool with just a date, but be, I, I would try and bring my friend type shit. I get, the, I, get these, I get these young men not wanting to pay for you and your friend. Not everybody got it to just be paying for that. Some niggas, and it's very common, more common than anything else, we save money for dates. You know what I'm saying? I, so, when you, you'll get to a point in your life where you don't have to. 
But it's very common for somebody to say, you know what? I got a couple hundred dollars. We going out. Yeah. That's more common than anything. I can understand you not wanting to pay for the friend. But to me, I don't, if somebody don't feel safe with me, we just talked about how your perception is your reality, remember? Yeah. If you're perceived as somebody she can't trust, why is that now all your trauma? What if, because what if you said, said that, what if she told you, I don't really I know how the vibe about to be, so I'm bringing my friend for safety. You play a role in that, that those initial conversations and why she feel that and way. And that's why I say I feel like the person that I am, I don't think I give off a vibe that would be on some awkward shit. So I feel like if you feel that way, it's not time for a first date then. It's cool. We could just keep chopping it. We could get on the phone or whatever. But like, I'm not going on a date with you and your friend. I don't give a fuck about her. Look, I don't know her. Same way you don't say, know me. I don't know this fucking girl. I was getting ready to say, you would never probably be in a situation because you, you don't give off, give off a creepy vibe. But I think that- and That's why I'm saying this, y'all. You're trying to make it seem like this can only be said for creepy vibes. You won't even let me say anything. What I'm saying is, you wouldn't give off that. You wouldn't give off that, that energy. But you're making it seem like it's just based on these girls' trauma and not that some of these dudes, they be cool, but you don't know. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but also there are situations like that one where bruh is probably, do you think bruh who was just in a text message right there was a creep? We don't know. I don't know. Because to me, you know, I think different than you, Terrence. The I'm thinking, why does he have such an issue with her bringing her friend? You can still establish equity. And I've watched Terrence. Why does he have an issue with her bringing her friend on a first date? You don't no, see why he would have no, an issue? I do, but, but like, I don't see why you would have such, like, this is a deal breaker. Now, it wasn't a deal breaker for him. He said, sit her It's out. a deal breaker. I'm letting you know right now it's a deal breaker Terrence, for me. It's a deal breaker for me. I'm letting Matter you know. Matter of fact, he didn't even Did have you hear what I said? Yes, but he didn't have a problem with the friend coming. He just didn't want to pay. Yeah. So to me, I don't like he's less thing. of a problem than the person that's like, if your friend's coming, that's a deal breaker. It is a deal breaker. It to me sounds creepy to say that. It sounds creepy. Why? It sounds like you just want the girl all to yourself. I do. Type I shit. do. I do. But in a creepy way. I, oh, so because I want her all to myself on a date, I'm a creep. No, no, no. I'm saying if somebody don't feel comfortable being alone with you, then we're not going on a date. Period. I don't know, man. I don't know. Y'all uh-huh. gonna y'all it's, it's it's very common fucking sense. I get what you're saying. We're not about to do this but bullshit that you're doing, Terrell. We're not doing that. I'm Te- sorry. I just under I, ladies. Let me say this, Terrell. Just don't say anything. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the ladies real quick. I'm just gonna give y'all this side of it. You can tell them they're stupid again. I know most of the ladies that's watching, so I ask y'all, if you listen to ladies listening, you go on a date. You find you find a man of your dreams, right? You going on a date. Are you bringing your friend? I guarantee you, 85% of the women listening to this are going to say no. Because the man of your dreams, most, of people, most people know that dating is between two people. Terrence, you making it seem we like... Lo- if you are at a point in your life where you are feeling like you need to take somebody on a date with you, you don't need to go on a date with that person. You I'm, it, I'm trying to help you out. But Terrence, you making it seem if like you this are, person is the man of their dreams. This is just a random nigga. Okay, Who look, knows? let's just even, We don't know that yet. Let's even say it's a, a random dude that you don't even know, right? If you feel so uncomfortable going on a date with him that you need to take your friend, you don't need to go on a date with him. Period. Like, that is the simplest. That is as easy. I do agree Easiest way I could give it to you. I do agree. Taking you your friend, comfy. you look like a weirdo now. You. And I'm letting you know that. From a nigga that's not a rapist, that's not a fucking predator, that's not out here doing none of that fuckboy shit, I'm letting you know 
we would look at you like a weirdo. We don't feel like dealing with your friend. We trying to get to know you. And from a nigga Let who's done walk it you twice, into an L. from a nigga who's done it twice. And are you with them? No. That's what the fuck I thought. What does that have to do with the date, Terrence? It has nothing to do. From a nigga so who done it twice. From a nigga who done it twice. And for your information. With them? And for your information, it did work out. From a nigga who's done it twice. It wasn't that big of a deal. And the friend being there, the way you act around the friend and the way you respond to both fellas, y'all don't know. You could be talking yourself out of a threesome. This you pussy nigga is keeping you from an opportunity. Do you hear what this nigga is saying what out of if his she fucking mouth? Since y'all so fucking sexualize everything, what if she come and say that her friend trying to get down to? Terrell, then what? You are selling then these you niggas. Happy. You're the nigga that says... Do you know that if you go to the gym, do you know how many bitches be in the gym? And you, it's like, do not let this nigga sell you that you're going to go to the gym and get bitches because it's not a thing. They just there. Do not let Terrell make you think that because you will be I'm going out with two girls, you have the opportunity to sleep with them both. You actually have the less same of a... Text. Terrell, let me say this. You have less of an opportunity to get ass if you're going out in this situation than That's you true. do. That's true. If you're going out with one joint. It is true. You have less of an opportunity. You have less of an opportunity. But like this, like we said. Get home while you drive your black ass back. Like we said, though, the possibility is there. Oh, my God. That's all I'm saying. I have more of a possibility of having a threesome by going so out this on a date is about with one girl than I do with a girl bringing her friend for safety. So, y'all so see? you mean she going to go from safety y'all see to he exposed himself. He exposed himself. He said you have less of an opportunity to get ass if the friend is dead. Who brought the sex that up? That means who brought up sex? Not me. Not me. Don't do that. Don't do that. Somebody Terrell. get you. Don't do that. <laughs> because what is this about? Look, what, I know what he's trying to do. Terrence. <laughs> 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 but that's my thing. Niggas be trying to fuck. I get Terrell, it. Terrell, you brought up Niggas sex. Love. I never brought it up. I know, I know. I did, I did, I did. I'm not putting this on you. All I'm now saying, new thing. All right. Men be trying to have sex. And y'all know if the friend come, like you just said, after I said it first, but the chances of you having that nightcap when the friend come go down. But it's like, what type of equity are you trying to build? Is this somebody you trying to be with or is this just some somebody you trying to fuck? I can understand you having an issue with the friend coming and not wanting to pay for the friend if it's somebody you just trying to fuck. Me, in my situations when I did it twice, and I keep saying that, I've, I really rock with both of the women that were there. You know what I'm saying? Both of the women in both situations. So when they friend came, that became a new... Trust me. You friend. know, like you said, this nigga... You know me. It's faking right now. I'm not faking, Terrell. We talking about a first date. You know me. I, 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 I am a, the most social person ever. Like, your girlfriend would definitely fuck with me. Like, my girlfriend A girl could bring three friends and Terrence would be fine with it. No, I would not. And would not. pay for all of them. He'd pick up the bill. <laughs> he would. Terrell, I would not. I would not. Not on the first date, Terrell. I would Ten. be sick. I would be sick. But you would pay for all of them. Terrell, you talking about what I was I doing know in the you. middle of a moment that I can't control. I might do that. But, and I would, and I would make my way through that. I would probably would. But I would, I would be upset about that. I would, I would not like that. I, that's one of the most annoying things ever. You want a long time with your girl. But then, you know... You have to share that with her friends, but still, man, like, damn, that would that would blow the shit out of me. You would you would be a dub in my book. Oh, I'm bringing my friend. I'd be like, all right, well, then let's just reschedule for Friday. See if, if your you, friend can come Friday, and then we just would not link. What if your friend come and then? What if the friend come and the friend bad as shit? Terrell, now you just changed the color of it. Now guess what? 
She bring her friend, her friend ass fat, legs crazy, hair done. She's stunting on the joint that you don't, that you out here with. Your friend might have a better... Terrell! Now you're going to say exactly what happened to you on this podcast. Terrell's getting ready to tell y'all a story about a time he went out with two women. And you can tell this story, right? Right? I'm trying to remember what Terrell, no, he like, know what it is. He know exactly what, what I'm talking about. What are you talking about? Terrell went on a story. What out. year? Say the year. I ain't going to say the year because I ain't going to try to get the nigga in trouble because then that's why people start counting on their no, fingers. I have no trouble to get in. I have no trouble to get in. I'm, I'm out the no, game. You out the game, so we ain't So I have no it. trouble. Go I'll ahead. I'll just tell y'all what Terrell told me. I'll tell the story for the nigga. What year? Terrell went out with two girls at one time because the girl brought her friend and the girlfriend was bad as shit. Fucking with Terrell and had better convo than the girl he went out with. Ooh, Terrence, what year was that? Terrell, I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember either. All I know is that happened. Tell me the and year. The, I don't know the year. Why did he ask me the year? Like, I, don't, I was there. I ain't jotted down. It's your life. Nigga, was he in college or out of, we was out of school? We was out of school. This was when we was old enough to go on. You was old enough to get two women. You weren't getting two women when you were in <laughs> full sale, nigga. <laughs> but look, fellas. Do you know that that could happen? I don't even remember. She brings shorty and this the shorty look that I done seen on my Instagram. Oh shit, look, that's <laughs> that's Ashley underscore underscore <laughs> 80. How you doing? It's nice to meet you. I done seen you a million times, basically. And now you in that joint trying to keep your cool, but look, you still gotta it's gonna it be in, you interested in her, but look, I'm, I'm just interested in you. We still at the beginning. This the first date. You gonna bring your you badass said. friend on your first date? It's going to look like I'm trying to tuck the experience like I don't remember when I do, but I truly do not remember. Oh, yeah. Nah, y'all see what he doing. Who? I know what it was. I remember that happening to me. I just don't remember who it was. That's why if you gave me a year, I would be able to place it. Was it before or after 2015? <laughs> <laughs> before or after 2015? 2015? That was it. <laughs> That's it, that's it, that's it. Whatever, man. Hey, look, listen to this nigga if you want to. You be missing out on a threesome. <laughs> oh, my God. Since that's all y'all give a fuck about, y'all ain't trying to build no uh, emotional equity. All you getting out of that, fellas, is paying for two women and not one. Don't waste your time, dog. When you got it like that, that money is nothing. So look at the percentage of niggas you talking to. You talk, and y'all be going to Fridays. It ain't like you taking both these chicks to the fucking... The best steakhouse in the world. Y'all going up the street to the Applebee's. You can't afford three, two for 20s? That's $60. Do you know what her friend is going to tap her on the shoulder and say when you pull up to the Applebee's? He's not the one. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's another thing. Her friend is the ultimate judge. And you know what's crazy, Terry? Imagine first date with her and her friend. They going to go home and talk about... Her friend get to detail the experience just like you. Yeah, and remember he didn't ask for this? Your girl gonna be like, I didn't even see him do that. You're like, yeah, he didn't even get an actor. You're like, damn, like, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that, bro. And no you know way. what? Y'all gonna stop shitting on these restaurants because when me and dad went to Olive Garden randomly, me and dad, dad, well, meet me at Olive Garden. All right, bet. That joint was packed with young couples. But y'all thinking like y'all wouldn't go. Y'all know y'all fuck with the breadsticks and the uh, tour of Italy and the Italian Applebee's. Remember that? that y'all, I seen a bunch of y'all saying, look, tell me when to stop. Okay. <laughs> Heavy eater. <laughs> All right, y'all. Um, I did want to talk about this next. We just going to keep the ball rolling. Um, I, it was a study that came out from the Wall Street Journal and the University of Chicago. 
um, that said that a survey found that 56% of Americans no longer believe that a four-year college degree is worth it. Specifically, respondents were asked to choose between two statements. A four-year college degree education is worth the cost because people have a better chance of getting a good job and earning more money in Mm -hmm. their lifetime. Or it's not worth the cost because people graduate with specific skills and with a large amount of debt to pay off. And more people pick the it's not worth it because of the debt versus it's worth it because it the education leads to a better job. And I think when you think mm. about that nowadays, especially with a bunch of y'all in school, a lot of y'all listen to this on campus or in your dorm room or just really think about what you're studying in school because I can tell you as somebody who's done over a thousand interviews, who's hired a bunch of people of different ages that in most of these places, it's not even really about what the, it's not even about your degree. You know what I'm saying? Your resume, I don't need, sometimes I, sometimes I don't even look at it. Like I'll look at it on a, we used to look at it on a base level. And I'm talking about a retail level type situation. I understand y'all going into IT and you need all of these certifications and stuff. That's actually dope because you like need that to even do the job. But a lot of these places will hire you based on your ability to connect or if you're somebody who's coachable, you know what I'm saying? Or if you're yeah. somebody who has a specific energy. Because let me tell you right now, if you're an asshole and you got all the certifications in the world, I'm not hiring you. And what we're seeing a lot of times now is that people don't even need degrees to get certain jobs or they graduate, but you done got all this debt that you got the job you wanted, but... It don't feel like you work in the $80,000 a year job because you got $120,000 in debt and you got to pay $1,500 back in student loans. So when you get that paycheck, you're not even really getting the splurge like you want because you're paying so much fucking debt from having to go to school. You know what I'm saying? Black women are the most enrolled um, by gender, race, and sex. Black women, you know what I'm saying? But they mm-hmm. also have the leading, rising, um, they, they also lead when it comes to debt rising because it's cool to say, yeah, we're the most educated, but we also starting to get in a lot of debt, y'all. Now let's think about that, split the bill, I need a man that ain't going, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of these conversations are very close in proximity. So, I mean, I'm just saying like the college, debt, debt, Study coming out, I could have predicted that that would have happened because I just, I even tell my dad sometimes. My dad always say, you do, you got a degree. You should take your degree and go and get a job. And it's like, oh, I don't want to hear this. I think now more than ever, ever, people feel like their degree isn't worth anything because you're seeing way more people make money, have great careers and get successful without getting a degree and no debt no debt in the easiest way like the easiest way like and it be for stuff that we went to school for you know what i'm saying we go to school for film you see this motherfucker just does some regular shit on his phone or some shit i mean is it that is it bad no it is good but you like damn i went and Went to film school for a couple years. You pay all the money. Yeah. And you realize, damn, I didn't even need to do that to get to the level that I'm currently at now. Yeah. Like, when I think about my film mind right now, 
as a, somebody who went to film school, do I think I needed to go to film school to have this level? Even if it was little small things, I don't think so. I would trade the, the money spent for school to be able to get it on my own. I don't think the experience, I don't think my college experience was worth the money spent for it. So I think you know, everybody feels that way. Like, yo, looking around at the landscape, I don't feel like I, I don't feel like it was money well spent. I feel like I wasted time. Cause look at these people start. You, you see the 19 year olds not even thinking about certain things. Yep. They, 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 the world is really, they oyster. We were the last crop of students that are legit told you need to go to college. Mm. We were raised on, you're not going to be able to do that in college. You're going to have to go to college. Yep. Like, that was how we were raised. We have the parents who say, you need to get a job and go to college. That's how most of our parents were raised. That's how mm -hmm. they raised us. And the bad thing is we, we didn't know what the opportunities would be. But now that we see it, we can't help but regret some of the decisions we made with our parents at mm -hmm. 18 and 19. Because don't nobody want to talk about that. Right. Your parents. We're are... making those decisions with our parents. Yeah. They're putting you in the debt. Like. Cause you're trying to go out and get. They are also trying to put you in the best position. And to they win. don't. They, yeah. They, they have sometimes. That's the thing. A lot of parents. A lot of parents of. A lot of um the people that are in the country that are immigrants that have parents from different countries. I talked to. I got a lot of friends that are African that say my dad wanted me to be a doctor or a lawyer, and he ain't fucking what what I'm doing right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they they sometimes people just have that mindset where they still think you need to get your degree. Yeah. And then. All of these job opportunities for you to make great money is going to open because that was the American way a long time ago. We paid $8,000 for an editing class at Full Sail. $8,000 mm -hmm. for that month of editing class that motherfuckers can now go on YouTube and we can tell you how to do everything in Final Cut in, in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Everything that we went over, everything, each day for 30, not only did it, did it cost eight grand, it's 30 days, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's putting in real work. Today we're gonna learn about blade tool and we're gonna learn about the blade tool and the cut tool. This motherfucker tool. covered that in 2020 in three minutes. It was very easy. And you know what was man. crazy? Me and Terrell was in school before shit like. We was in school before you really realized you could learn everything on YouTube. Remember? Yep. Uh -huh. If we, bro, I'm glad I wasn't in film school then because you know what? That's YouTube. wrong. No, nah, you're right, Terrence. I wish I was in film school knowing that I could learn, uh, knowing that I had YouTube as a resource. And I won't completely shit on film school, y'all. I do think there are situations, Terrell, where you, do, where you can go to school and take your entire game to the next level. Yeah. Especially a school like an art school, like film school or, or, or even culinary or if you're somebody who's into like painting or drawing or anything like that or AI. I do think that you could have a special talent that does get revealed when you go to college. Yes. It's just like we always say, bro, high risk, high reward, but also low risk, low reward on, on other ends of it. And yeah, and you, the, the, the risk comes. I like that high risk, high reward. I'm putting that down. Like there, it's a high risk going to film school because you've taken the money out. You know what I'm saying? But it, it, and, and that, that investment could equal a high reward. I think that our investment in film school gave us a, a high reward. It did. It was a high risk. I think it gave us a high reward even if it stopped right now. So, like, I don't regret it. 
Is but that what the article was saying that people regretted it, or they would just choose to not say it's important no, to get? Fifty-six percent of people say that a four-year degree just isn't worth it because of okay, the yeah. debt. Mm -hmm. It's not they, worth they it. They chose that option. I wouldn't. I don't give a fuck about education because that debt is no joke. Yeah. But you you learn more just from being in Florida than anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The way you are, the way you articulate yourself, and mixing with them people. I mean. I'm like, we've talked about this on this podcast a thousand times, but you pick up new listeners all the time. But we went to school and it was, we didn't walk, we didn't, we wasn't with white folks like that. You know what I'm saying? Until we got to school. And then you start saying, all right, bet. Like my best friend in college was a guy named James Turfone from Nebraska. He's literally on hella sets now doing all yes, types sir. of grip lighting work. And at one point it was just me, Terrence and Jared McGriff. Mm -hmm. Remember Jared? Shout out to Jared. He's Shout doing great things at BET now. Great things. Jared, you're going to go in the Full Sail Hall of Fame, yeah. bro. <laughs> if you keep it up, you need, you're going to go there. <laughs> but um, at one point, it was just us three. And man, shout out to Mandisha. Like, it was just us four only black folks in the whole class. And there was times. And we had Ashton, who was above us. Oh, Don't Ash, forget Ashton. Ashton was in the class. We had people. We had Lucky. We had, we had a lot. Yeah, we had other blacks. Think about it. Lucky was in music. Ashton was a class ahead of us. Ashton was my, that's my guy for life. For life. But Ashton was a, in a, a class ahead of us. It got to a point where it was me, you, Jared. That's it for black folks. Me, you, folks. Jared, and Mandisha. Because Terrence's ass failed that. I was talking to my girl about this the other day. Failed. And we I had said, to when Terrence failed that class and I got a month off, boy, <laughs> I didn't do nothing. That's when I started watching Sons of Anarchy. But uh, gave, you your, gave you your favorite show, low key. Crazy, bro. People don't understand that broken window I sat next to while watching that show. Remember my window in my room was broke, that little square? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, buddy. Um, I think when it comes to college, just really think about what it is you're doing. A business degree will never age bad. A law degree will never age bad because the law don't change. The business standard, the standards of business don't really change like that. Getting one of these, um, what do they call it? Not AI, but getting your these certifications so you can do internet technology. That stuff is pretty standard shit that it ain't going to change much on a base level. But if you're thinking about going to art school, you just got to be prepared for the fact that the shit will evolve. Yes. They had us pulling focus like this with a tape measure. And now there's a motherfucker sitting there with a digital with version a digital. of it. And it's like, damn, why the fuck did we learn that? Hell yeah. Don't, be, don't be afraid to make a conscious decision, though. You're going to see a lot of content out there like this that's going to kind of seem like it's negative towards college. And it's really not meant to be negative. It's just meant to keep you aware because they don't talk about the money part when they talk about school. They talk about the education. They talk about opportunities. But I want y'all to think if you go to college for five years and you in, in a hundred grand in debt and you actually get the career you want, you become this big doctor or this big lawyer or whatever. That's always great, but people feel like they have people have that feeling of having somebody in their back pocket for it. Like you taking out loans so that you can get this career, but once you finally get that career, mm -hmm. the money you getting from the career, you're giving back to your loans. And then you got interest and you feel like, damn, this person, that's kind of how I feel about our student loans. I felt like this was somebody who was basically letting me know they would help me get an experience. And once I got it, now I feel like they feel like I owe them forever, mm -hmm. you know? And it doesn't matter what I got from it. Like, I, it doesn't matter if I felt fulfilled from the experience or if I felt, felt like I got the most from it. 
it just is what it is. That's why you have to understand that it's not a because that's not what it is. I made the choice. It's gonna feel like that though. Like it's gonna feel like somebody is in your back pocket. And it won't feel like that until you are an adult and you're past the dreams that you have. You gotta understand, mm -hmm. you can definitely be blinded by your dreams. And you say, man, fuck it, I'm gonna take out this money because I'm gonna go here and do this. And and there's probably more people on earth that could experience that than probably have experienced this than success. 100%. Which is thinking that your shit is gonna work out. Newsflash, it just it won't. won't. You it wanna answer that question of um, whether you. Ah, my boy Bright. Hey, look, shout out to my boy Bright. It's his birthday. Shout out to you, bro. You've been rocking with us for a long time. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Brody. And you know what? He sent through some great shit for us to cover on the podcast. He said, I'll read it for you because he said, uh, what's the best way to channel your energy on what you go. want out of life? And like you just said, is there ever a point where you accept that your dreams are unlikely? Mm, so I that, think that does happen for a lot of people more often than the shit just working. And that's just the, 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 the baked in luck of it all. You know what so what's the moment then that you could tell somebody? What's the moment that you can tell somebody to look for, for when they could say, damn, you know what? Maybe this shit ain't for me. I think when you know you've given something, all you got, you've been consistent, you've put in the work, you've like dead ass gave it your best shot. You dedicated yourself to it, you were consistent, and, and you still don't have the success you want. Then you can start looking at the clock. Because the one thing that don't stop is the clock. And I don't think you, there could be a point where some people try for their entire life. Yeah. But you will one day look at the clock and be like, I can't keep trying to do this. Yeah. And life just be going by. I got to kind of see if something else going to work. Yeah. But that's why I say, like, if you, if you didn't give it your all and, and still, then, then you start looking. At, I, I don't know if y'all know. I am, I'm interested to see what Terrence is going to say because I am a plan A, B, C, D, and if this don't work, we're going to do E as Nick. That is the type of person that I've always been. Terrence has always been the dreamer of us. The, if we do this, we'll be rich. I've always been the, <laughs> <laughs> what if not? Not yet. My, in, in, in my opinion, he's saying, what do you think is the best way to channel your energy on what you want for yourself out of life? And do you ever think there's a point to settle and accept that your dreams are unlikely? The best way to channel your energy on what you want for yourself out of life? That's a good question. That's like, damn. For me, I think the way that you feel is the most important part of this and this whole thing for me if whatever you're doing if you still can feel if you can still feel 0.01% of inspiration behind it if you can still see 0.01 inspiration of like this shit being dope if it were to actually mm -hmm. get done i say you stick with it once you start feeling like I don't even want to do this shit, once it starts feeling like this ain't something that I want to do, this is something that I now feel like I have to do because I promised myself I was going to do this. You're going to tell yourself, you know what? I'm going to be in the NBA one day. I'm going to ball out and I'm going to go to the NBA, right? Mm -hmm. You make that promise to yourself. You got to be careful because 
it's hard to break a promise with somebody else. It's to me, it's just as hard to break a promise with yourself, if not maybe harder, because that shit sits with you. You know, you know, you did it. Yep. Sometimes you don't know if that person even give a fuck that much about a broken promise, but you know you do. Mm-hmm. You know how you much how bad you wanted that. So letting it go sometimes feel like I'm letting you down, I'm letting myself down. But really, you're letting yourself down by keeping yourself attached to something that you're not passionate about yeah. or that you're not made for. Me and Terrell used to play football. I used to, I used to run back and forth in my living room with my football. My mom would tell you he, could, he would not sit down with the football. I used to wait for the game to come on. Mm, yeah. And you would see me running back and forth. Terrell was not like that. I had adolescent dreams of being in the NFL. Dog, when I got on my first NFL, when, I, when we played football, me and Terrell did not play age limit. I mean, we did not play weight limit. We didn't play 75, you. We played, oh, how old are you? 12, right, uh, 8, 10? You 8? Over there with the 8-year-olds. We played Pop Warner. You know what I'm saying? It's age rate, age age group. So I was 8 years old, 60-something pounds. I'm on the same team with a nigga that's like 115. He's just a little bit bigger. He's just bigger than me, you know? It's a big-ass 8-year-old. That experience wasn't the best. It wasn't everybody's experience. It was mine, and it told me, I don't want to do this shit. And I remember being very young thinking, damn, I've been running around with the football. I've been playing football outside with my friends. My boy Ron and Rashad used to all, my boy Don, everybody used to be like, yo, you good outside? Mm-hmm. Same thing with basketball. You're just going to get to a point where you have to tell yourself, all right, low key, I'm not selling my short not trying out. I'm selling my short, myself short, sticking to this shit that low key, I can see I'm not made for this. That's what I would tell everybody that's listening to this right now. Sorry, Trey, you don't always have to apologize for a soapbox, but like, you know when you're not built for it. You know when you don't really want to do that shit, but you're just doing it. You know. You know when you're just doing it because you told yourself you were going to do it. This is the part. This is where you you can start letting it go, for real. Mm -hmm. That's when you know. Like, all right, bet. If we all had a group meeting in here, we would leave saying we're no longer doing this. Mm-hmm. And we dodging a meeting. You know? We're, if you're dodging a meeting, let it go, bro. That's it. Yeah. If you ducking the meeting, if you ducking facing like, do I really want to do this? If, that's, if that question scare you, if, that, if your answer ain't fuck yeah, then let it go, bro. Not yet. And honestly, do I want to do this? Is- yeah. Hey, do you want to go, bro? What the fuck I want to go with this nigga? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Soon as we got that energy, it's foil. We don't want it. Now, Ter- you see, that's Terrence speaking on. That is exactly how Terrence looks at everything. I am a plan B, C, D, and if that don't work, E, F, man. He's a, what's the nigga's I'm name saying, from uh, plan, uh, Pursuit of Happiness? He, you like that nigga. He going to be in the, uh, in the what's the name with, with his son? Look. And what happened? And what happened? The nigga banging on the door. I gotta use the bathroom, motherfucker. <laughs> hey, look, he you was got like, a "Fucking scanner in that nigga." <laughs> Open up, motherfucker. He cried. Ten. First of all, what happened to Chris Gardner? He's Where a, is he? He's a billionaire now. Not a billionaire. He's a multi-millionaire now. He be doing in crypto and all that shit. You seen his Instagram? <laughs> no bullshit. His son is rich. Nah, I looked right here playing a nigga. He ain't want to do all that other bullshit. You right. You tried to say I nah, was... Nah, his plan A was the scanners. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. 
He found his plan his B. His plan B was, you know what? <laughs> Maybe I could get this job at Dean Witter. If and even it, though I'm trying all day running across town to sell this fucking time machine, I'm chasing crackheads down to get it back. <laughs> and then, look, he was in the office. He was like, it's not working. I got it. And then they were working. like, look, Chris, thanks for your time. I'm getting the fuck out of here. He was doing that. Guess what happened? He it saw was a bone density scanner. This motherfucker <laughs> got in the right, the right car at the right, right time, time, fixed the right Rubik's Cube, and got the opportunity of a lifetime. Look for your Rubik's Cube moment, because it uh-huh. might not be, you not you might not be a millionaire off the shit you think. Yeah. It could be something else. You could be a nigga that wanna be a fucking, you wanna become a millionaire real estate person. Yeah. And then you all of a sudden. Be open six fucking bakeries and now you a fucking bread. I don't fucking know, mm-hmm. but it might not be what you think. See, you have no. There's idea. two ways to look at it. You have no idea how big that small moment was. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that is a fact of life right there. You have no idea how big that small little thing yeah. was. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It could be something like you chose to print out your paper while everybody else wrote longhand. You typed it. You have no idea how far something mm-hmm. as little as that can go with the next level. Yep. And that goes for everything. We get along with it on this. We will move on to the next thing. Um, like again, shout out to my boy Bright. Happy birthday. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Got you on your soapbox. 100. Pushing the rock. Pushing the rock. Furious <laughs> 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 he said he didn't know if I seen Spider-Man No Way Home. I definitely did. He said, uh, Zayden, he brought up the, the fact that what MJ said at the end, Mary Jane, the Mary Jane, the yeah, best yeah. Mary Jane. Please. And Kristen, then Kristen Dunst. It's like, nah. I think the best Mary Jane was uh, Kristen Dunst. Kristen Dunst. Because she was kind of an asshole, you know? He said, forget about it, huh? <laughs> you just remember that meme? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, she did say some, what did she say at the end? But Zendaya said at the end of Spider-Man No Way Home, you should always expect the worst so that when things go bad, you're prepared for it. He said he wanted to get our thoughts on that. I'll let you say your thoughts we on that We basically first. have already got on the, the, on the, the stay determined soapbox, yeah. So, but I'm, so I'm not going to believe it. I think, I don't agree. Me and, we can both agree that we don't. We agree both agree that we don't agree with that. Yeah. I feel like that's a, a very toxic way to look at your life. You're always expecting the worst so that when shit goes bad, you're prepared for it. So what about when shit goes good? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can understand bracing for impact. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times when people go through shit, that is a traumatic response. You've been through shit, so now you look for it so that it don't hurt the same way it hurt the first time. You know what I'm saying? The same time, it's the same thing where somebody gets shut down. All it takes is for you to get carried one time. Boy, no. Ew. Boy, ew. And all her friends laugh for you to say, I'm never putting myself in a situation again because I don't want to feel this again. Yeah. But you just got to fight through that. You know what I'm saying? That's why people have fear of rejection. That's why people will see you and then hop in the DMs where there's nobody around to say, yo, I saw you at that party. It's a trauma. It's like a trauma response. Nah, you're right. So I don't agree with it. I don't agree with it either, y'all. I definitely feel like that is a way to hold yourself back from a lot of shit. You should always expect the worst. So when things go bad, you're prepared for it. Super negative mentality, super negative mindset. Oh no. Right. No. I'll think about the best shit that can happen. I always say, look, what if I walk outside and find $300? I know what it's like to feel like. Damn, what if I go up there and some niggas up there? Damn, what if I go out there and it's... Come on, man. 
that's the, the only thing that's going to happen is you're just not going to be a part of whatever you wanted to do, and it's going to be great. Mm -hmm. You know? Didn't go to the party because you thought it was going to be ratchet. It was a great-ass party. You didn't want to go downtown because, you know, people be shooting down there. You went to everybody else who went down there at a blast. I'm telling you. I think now I told Terrell, if it's bad and it's going to happen, it's just going to happen. Yeah. I'm like, now, nowadays, I'm like, if I go over here and get robbed, then that's just what happened. Yeah. I do feel like I could walk outside with $1,000 in cash in my hand like this, and I don't think that I would get robbed. Just, or just, just for doing that. I think you get robbed when you do that, and a nigga who is willing to rob you is in the vicinity. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's why I'm, it's, I'm it's like, like fate. It's, it's like just destiny. whatever. Like, yeah. if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. If it's going, if, if if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. I'm not gonna lay here and be like, damn, what if? Or I'm not gonna drive my car and be like, what if my car explodes? You right. We live in a country. So when it explodes, I'm like, at least I was prepared for it, yeah. God. Where's my seat? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we live in a country where you could get shot in a supermarket. Kids are getting shot in schools. Nobody's doing shit about it. It could oh, happen bullshit. anywhere. So if you want to live your life like that, you're going to be right. terrified everywhere. Imagine going, simply going to the grocery store. And I'm not going to lie, bro. I was, at, I was out Pentagon City at yeah. uh, the Pentagon City Mall, and I was getting my phone fixed. And I did have some anxiety about that. Yeah. Like walking around the mall, it was a bunch of like, it was like a field trip or something. And it was a bunch of people sitting on the floor yeah. down this hallway. And it gave me crazy anxiety. I was like, let me get the fuck out of here. Because yeah. you never know when some shit happened. Now we all running for an exit. Nah, you're not lying, bro. I was in the Safeway literally, what, day before yesterday or yesterday? And this weird looking white boy was back there. I forget what the fuck he was doing. But I'm like, this motherfucker look weird. And I don't give a fuck. I'm going to say this. We've been stereotyped for years. Feel me? Taryn, don't get on here and say you stereotype. You don't, you, there's just certain shit you just don't get on here and say. We have been stereotyped in our faces. They lock their doors when we walk by. We've seen it all. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm just going to put it out there. I 100% stereotype. This shit is happening every fucking day. I just told Terrell, we ain't even get, all, we ain't even get to heal from the girl that shot up the, the school. And we already got this asshole mm. in Louisville or wherever, bro, that shot up the bank. So 100%. And we know what they look like. At this point... We know what you look like. There's some, somebody's got to save this pod. There's, we know what the person looks like. There's a majority. Like, and I'm letting is. you know. Are they, are they, are they, look, y'all talk about gang violence, right? I want everybody to think about the term gang violence. How many of y'all started thinking about some white folks? <laughs> right, y'all talk about all niggas, right? <laughs> but guess what? There's gang violence with white folks, just like there's mass 100%. shootings with black folks. But we know where the majority is, and we know who to be like, hold on, wait. Based on what we've seen, who in here looks most like they might do this shit? Am I okay yeah, stereotyping? True. No. But you're right where we live in a world where we don't know. And you I ain't going to lie. Perception because when I see a weird-looking, quirky motherfucker, white or black, I'll say that. You just gave away that. <laughs> you just gave away that. White or black. <laughs> I am definitely stereotyping you because you do not, we do not know, and I really don't want to lose my life. I don't give up. I'd rather be ignorantly stereotyping you. And this is how, how crazy it is with the world we live in. Terrence, you can't I'd say rather that ignorantly. If it flips, you won't be okay with it. I'd rather ignorantly stereotype you and get home safe the same way y'all do.
All of that. Look. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you got home safe. I wasn't dangerous. I'm doing the same thing. Because guess what? I mean, it happens. We ain't going around shooting up buildings willy-nilly. Feel me? They I were mean, scared of us from what we was doing to each other. Feel me? You right. Y'all the ones killing the ra killing that random. This shit is really squid game yeah, out here. But you got a number on your chest right now. You just can't see it. This is real life squid game. You're gonna die and they're gonna take your money. And guess who they're giving it back to? Everybody else still playing. Y'all niggas not paying attention, man. Y'all niggas don't want this game for real. Look, Battery Bros podcast. <laughs> the one on the the one on the right is an idiot. He's <laughs> fucking dumb. I get what you're saying. I'm not gonna. I mean, because you you're right. It's like the way we talk. We what we talked about with perception. You know what I'm saying? Like. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Like when I don't see when I see I don't see white people and think they're gonna shoot up the you know what I'm saying. Me neither. But when you see that weird person that look edgy that just don't look like they all the way there, you do sometimes kind of think like, all right, you I good? need to get the fuck away from this motherfucker right here. Don't What's think about doing anything we don't regret. <laughs> <laughs> just in here to get some almond milk, right? <laughs> and look, you trying to be nice with him? I like that shirt you got on. Where you get that shirt from? <laughs> Tell this is not something that you joke. This is something that you this is not something to joke about. Are you kidding me? Really? <laughs> I told you, look, he's not doing anything. I'm just this is just me being look, we all fucked up. You good? Okay. I'm getting in my car. Shit! I just went through so much getting all in milk. Look, do you think about see we laugh at that, but that's crazy. It's, I'm getting ready to say. That's crazy. That's, that's, that's I can't that's, even get all in milk. I'm nervous as fuck. I'm talking to this weird motherfucker. Yeah. Skateboard, huh? You watch, you like, what's the dude's name? What's the whole All right, all right. This is getting ridiculous. Okay? Shit. This is insane. What's happening in our country? It is that. <laughs> nah, you know what's crazy? And you have more of a problem with my words than the gun laws. <laughs> 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 this country is fucked. <laughs> I really wonder how people <laughs> listen to this that are in... We got listeners, and shout out to everybody that listens from Brazil. Um, Africa. Africa. We have people Europe. in Australia, everywhere. The UK that listen to this podcast, and they know it. So they know how it is. They hear about it. It's got to be crazy to hear two people just laugh about some serious shit. Like, not laughing at anything specific, but like... But I mean... Knowing that that's just a norm over here. Yeah. All right, man. Movie suggestion of the week, and then we're going to talk playoffs. My movie suggestion of the week is going to be The Pursuit of Happiness. Wow. Go and watch that. It is one of the most inspiring movies that you will ever watch. When we were just talking about it, I said, you know what? I'm going to make this my movie suggestion of the week, and I'm also making another one that's on Netflix. They just put it back up there. I'm not going to take too long movie suggestion of the week. Pursuit of Happiness has Will Smith. I'm sure we've recommended it before. Y'all can go and watch it. I think it's on Netflix. I'll make sure. Uh... Sorrell's got me on that, but what's another joint that I added? Y'all know I like to add something that we're going to watch uh, together. The number one show on Netflix right now is Beef. Ah, that was going to be mine. All right, so that's gonna be, that's gonna be, that was going to be a segment, so I'll let you do it. Go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead, because that was going to be my second one. My first was going to be Air again, because I need y'all to go and see that movie. Oh, so look, you just go ahead. Pursuit right. of Happiness is on Netflix. Um, my my, pursuit, my um, movie suggestion, man, when Will Smith says this part right here, this little part is called winning. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes. I didn't feel that. Like, what, uh, what Adesanya was like, I pray you get to feel. That was amazing. That but we never talked about that. We should have started the podcast with that, with music. Oh, my 
God, we bringing the podcast music back. I'm going to fight this nigga. I just have to do it on my own. This is what Terrell did. He's an asshole. I said, hey, bro, don't we, don't we start with music again? And he was like, do you got music? Because if you don't, then no. Dude, what a bitch. Wait till we sit at the table and want to now sit for three hours. I looking said, at look, clip. okay. Next week, I will have it ready. <laughs> Next week, get that at. <laughs> But Beef is a new show. It's number one on Netflix. Um, not to I know my boy from um Beef Netflix. Steven Ewan. Steven Ewan, yeah. My guy and from Ali Wong. First of all, let me tell you something about this man right here. When he sees Steven Ewan, you know what he thinks about? I don't know. Invincible. He thinks about Invincible. This motherfucker right here named Real Life is Glenn. That's a fact. I know who Glenn is. Look, Glenn Bye. Reed. Are you, are you saying Ted, that? I'm going to say Ted. Bang, bang, Ted, this is really... This, this, this is, <laughs> I can't do this. Ted! I can't do that. I can't do that. I would really dead ass fight you for that. That's like if somebody tried to make that, fun of my That was okay. not... Ted! That was the worst all right, all right, all right. You shit ever. Somebody. You ruined it for somebody. Wow, what if somebody's watching? What's he talking about? What the fuck is he talking about? This <laughs> motherfucking name is Glenn. I'm sorry. He's a That's legend. Gonna leave it at. He played. Um, he was in. He played Steven in uh, Invincible. He played the son. He was in Nope last year. He was in Nope. He's in a lot of shit though. He's he's actually pretty decent. But he is a South Korean American actor. Mm-hmm. I think the woman that he's in this movie with, now, Ali Wong. Ali Wong is what? Is she is also? Damn, is she Korean? I like this man. Shout out to the. I'm not too sure what she is, but I love the the concept of the the show. What is it about? It says a road rage incident between two strangers, a failing contractor and an unfulfilled entrepreneur, sparks a feud that brings out their darkest impulses. You know what? Shout out to the Asian community. This is dope. Number one on Netflix, Asian led. Yeah. I like Shout out it. to y'all. I love it. I'm gonna give y'all love, a shout out. I'm gonna give y'all the flowers. I love casting your own cast your own stars star and, your and own. going with it. And it ain't just about like white folks yeah. and, and us. It's I, about us. We just we just starring in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I feel like we get to all experience each other in different ways with that. Like, I know when you watch Succession, even though it ain't really about the money, it is like, yo, this is a totally different family with totally different values from mine. Mm-hmm. Same way when you watch Ozark. I'm yep. looking at these water, water side motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I'm like, hey, y'all can get with it. And that's the thing. Uh, Jason Bateman has a great role in Air. Yeah. But he'll forever be Marty Bird for me. Yeah. He looked like Marty Bird back in the day. That joint. But Beef is on Netflix. Air is only in theaters. Big shout out to Ben Affleck. Let me tell y'all something. I don't know if y'all know about Ben Affleck. You said that Ben Affleck never missed, and I didn't want to in- embarrass you on, the, on your TL, but he's definitely missed. Tell me a miss that he has as a director. Live by Night was a miss. Or In the Heat of the Night was a miss. What are you? T- what's that? Is that the one with uh, Anna de Armas? No, that's the one he did with Zoe Saldana. Look it up. Did he direct it? Yeah, he did. That was a miss. Live by Night wasn't a miss. That was all right. He trying to say that that was all right because he don't want him to have a He man. did Gone Baby Gone, Argo, The Town, and Air. To me, you 4 for 4. You got a Wendy's 4 for 4 right there. Argo is amazing. Gone Baby Gone is amazing. Didn't he do Goodwill Hunting too? No, he acted in that. He wrote Goodwill Hunting with Matt Damon. They both won the Academy Award right. for Best, Best Screenplay. And Matt Damon, legit. Both in it? 
Matt Damon's the main character. He's smoking. Oh, I have to go see. Oh, yeah. He plays Steve Carroll. Yeah, and them too. Ben Affleck plays Phil Knight, the CEO of Nike. That joint is so so dope. All right, you started the podcast right. talking about it already, so right. just tell go, go see it. Y'all should go see that movie. It's dope when they like make the Jordan one, and they be like, we need a prototype, and they be like, well, oh, the league yeah. has rules around how much red we can use, and they were like, well, how about we do more red? That joint. Let was me so ask dope. you, did you not already know that story? I did, and it made watching it way better because okay. you already know Jordan gonna sign with Nike. You just need them these no. motherfuckers to execute. You knew about the story about the first shoe, yeah, and how they how the league looked at it. Yeah, and Phil they, Knight didn't know that they said they were going to pay the fines. So when they said that in the meeting, he's sitting there like, oh, okay. Dog. I'm not even going to. Just go see it. It's, it's an adult movie. Watch Beef. I'm going to watch Beef this week. I'm going to try to watch Beef. And, uh, and yeah. Let's get it, shorty. Oh, it's that shit right here, nigga. What's up? Yeah. What's up, nigga? Yes, sir, man. NBA playoffs is here. Yeah. Let's turn up, man. Shout out to um, everybody who still has a team that's alive and well in the playoffs. My my Wizards didn't make it this year, so I'm rolling with the uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The that's my that's my squad. My city. It's my yeah. city. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy because I want um. John Morant to win so y'all can be just mad that John, he going to be gritty. I can't wait to see them niggas Dylan gritty. Brooke. <laughs> can you imagine what they with the trophy? Y'all be sick. <laughs> I, um, so we get to play in tournament. We, you got um, a bunch of games that already happened at, at this point. What's today? No, tomorrow. So tonight, today's Thursday. So tonight, tonight we got the Chicago and Miami game and the Oklahoma, the Oklahoma City and Minnesota game. Yeah, but um, let's do play-in predictions, and then we'll do the games that are already set. And then next week we'll just do the yeah, we'll do whatever's the, there. Whoever came back, yeah. So just try to catch up. First, we got who you think is going to win this game between Chicago and Miami and Oklahoma City and Minnesota tonight. I'm going to go with Minnesota. I think Minnesota's going to bounce back. I think at this point, Anthony Edwards got a lot to prove because that last game. He just, it just, I'll be honest, that wasn't him. He just had an off night. And you know what I told you? I thought he was going to have a coming out party. I thought he was going to ball. But I, but love I told it. Terrell, that's how the league is. That's how the league is. When the playoffs come, it's a different time. But SGA and Josh Giddy, I think the. I don't know. I got Chicago winning, and I got Minnesota winning. You got Chicago winning? You know I'm riding with Minnesota. I know y'all love SGA and y'all love the way the nigga dress and he's a hooper. He's a baller. He's a baller. He is. But I'm going with Minnesota. And Rudy Gobert about to come back, right? Yeah. Yup. I'm going with Minnesota. I'm going to go Minnesota because I think they're going to bounce back. Son, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna pick them, the I'm picking Miami, though. I'm picking Chicago because didn't Miami lose? I felt like y'all going to suffer that when you lose and you really wasn't supposed to lose and so now y'all just lost? <laughs> y'all just out? I don't know, man. We'll see. But... All right, let's keep the neat. Let's let's keep it pushing. We got um, the Thunder and the Timberwolves. Didn't they already? Didn't we already say the I Lakers? Said, remember the Lakers beat. the But Timberwolves. didn't I already say I was picking Timberwolves? Oh, who are you picking? Oh, damn! Is that what we said? Well, I'm picking the Timberwolves. Oh, okay, no, my bad. We who are you picking it. though? I picked Minnesota. Oh, okay, Timberwolves as well. Okay, my bad. I don't know why I just read it the wrong way. 
Do you even want to do these or? Let's not do those yet because when those teams play, it'll be series. You know? Yeah, so we could do four, five, and three, and six in this. Early prediction. Nah, let's wait. All right, wait. We'll wait. The next podcast won't be before the first series start, will it? The po- the well nah the, the joint start the playoffs start on the fifteenth. Fuck. Which which is by the, by next week we will have. Oh shit! All right, man, that wouldn't yeah. Let's do those then. I no, wanted to, I wanted to do it where it will be all all together, but it ain't ever gonna be all together. It ain't ever, oh, we'll we'll just hop back and see who because the the number one through the number eight seed is gonna be what it is. Just real quick thoughts, and we'll we'll return to it if we need to. Yeah, because I don't want to get quick thoughts on Suns versus Clippers. I'm just gonna pick the Suns. I think it's gonna be dope to see Russ versus KD again. Mm-hmm. Mm. But I'm picking the Suns. Come on, bro. I'm just gonna pick the Suns and say nothing. I don't know, man. Terrence, the Suns are beasts, and they've been beasts. With I mean, they've been beasts. Paul George coming back? Oh no, I. I don't know. I think so. Mm. KD versus Brody, though. Kawhi Leonard is a beast. Man. He is built for the playoffs. That's going to be a great series. I'm going to go Suns, though. Uh, in six. Ooh. Kings, Warriors. Y'all not going to like what I got to say because guess what? Steph and them is out. Warriors. Like the beam. I'm I don't like Kings. seeing Draymond Green say, don't let us win another fucking championship. I don't like him saying that. I would love to see Steph and them say it. Draymond talks enough. And then uh-huh. with the backlash that they've received from, like, other people and them just saying, well, I got four rings. Well, I got four rings. It is like, yo, all y'all care about is winning championships. What I, I guess I get. Cause and it's the it's, biggest thing you can do. It's the biggest thing you can do. But it just started to look like, all right, y'all really can't say nothing beyond them four rings. I guess it is like we better not let them win another championship. Because then what are you going to say? I For am sure. picking them to beat Sacramento, though. Nah. I got the, this Kings team is special, bro. That offense is very special. Now, people, you, you really can't count out the Warriors because the Warriors are already the reigning champs, and this happens all the time with the Warriors. I about to say, that's the only reason why I'm picking them. But you know what everybody was talking about? How, like, Sacramento is number three seed, right? Mm-hmm. They was like, people are worried about Sacramento like they're not the number three seed. I saw someone say that. Like, they're the number three seed, it's but everybody's like, well, do, what, what do you think the Kings can do? It's because like, y'all you know got, you got a point. Cause y'all got stuck playing the Warriors. Y'all, if y'all had to play the Clippers, or it's just the Warriors you can never count out. So I'm gonna go with the King. I'm going with the Kings in six, though. I'm gonna go with no. I'm gonna go with the Kings in seven, actually. All right, Terrell, let's move this need a little bit, cause like all right, back Grizzlies, Lakers. I'm picking the Grizzlies. Lakers, cool. Braun, love you to death. You the goat. I'm picking the Grizzlies too. That's, I'm just, the, that's just the squad that I'm going with. I hate that they got to play Bron them first. I know. Hawks, Celtics, easy. Celtics. I'm going with the Celtics, too. Celtics, I think, are one of the most dangerous teams in the playoffs right now. Yep. 76ers, Nets. 76ers. Ooh. 76ers. Sorry, Nets. Would be a great thing to see the Nets go out there and do something. Would be. Cavs, Knicks. This is one that people are back and forth on. Let me Cavs. tell you something. I'm a big Cavs fan. Love Donovan Mitchell. Like... Ooh, love, Darius, love Darius Garland, love Evan Mobley, love that whole squad. I'm picking the Cavs. And I know Knicks fans are going to be pissed about that, bro, because they got a squad. I think it's a toss-up. I think if, I think that's one of the best, most closest series right yeah, there. Yeah, that's going to be like in a game of seven. And then we'll kind of fly back and see who's going to get these ACs. But honestly, I don't think anybody that's coming out of these 
tournaments will beat the Bucks or Nuggets. Bucks is a dangerous fucking team. The Bucks, bro, every year, just like the Warriors, do you think the Bulls or Heat can beat them? <laughs> you never know, but I would never pick them over. No, I wouldn't. Nah, yeah, the Bucks got a squad. But yeah, y'all. I'm excited for that. We did watch the Adesanya and Pereira fight. It was dope to see him get that redemption win. And that fucking speech was fucking like all time. Like, that was one of the all time, like, when he was saying, I was like, wow, I'm inspired. Because I'm not uh -huh. going to lie. I was worried. You know what I'm saying? No, all the way up to where he was. When he threw that knee, I said, damn, damn this, this is exactly it. what happened last time. Like, he just going to start wailing on him. That, it was, that was one of the greatest comeback stories for real right there. That was dope. Boom. And I was like, boop, boop. <laughs> Niggas don't realize he hit him quick, and then it was a big one. Then that he hit joint him with that other one. one. He hit the other one. He was out. It didn't even look like he hit him that hard. I'll be in the house screaming. My girl be like, "What? What happened?" Terrell, <laughs> ah! no, this is what me and Terrell always do. <laughs> the fight happened. Nigga get knocked out. Me and me, I'm, I'm in my house. Ah! Terrell's out. Ah! We call, call him. Yeah. Terrell know how it is. I've watched every Javante Tank Davis fight up to this next one. This is going to be the first Javante Tank Davis fight with me and Terrell watching together. I've watched every Tank fight Terrell call me. You're not going to be Faking. here. Nigga, I am going to be here on the 20, 22nd. I'm going to be here. I thought they fought on the 15th. I'm thinking that we had a good weekend coming up. Hell nah, nigga. Damn. <laughs> they fight on the 22nd. That's the week after. But look, uh, I've watched him. Every fight he fake on Javante Davis and call me, and what do I say? Knock this ass out. <laughs> and then nah, Terrell, I, I love hearing excuses. He's nobody. Who did he fight? I now, like Javante Davis. I just don't like. When he I don't knock, like how Terrence looks at him. So I want him to nigga to lose. When he knock you? out Ryan Garcia, I want Ryan Garcia to win, y'all. Not because I think he's a better fighter. I think Tank Davis is lights out better than Ryan Garcia. But if he lose, I would love to see this man's face. I would be thoroughly impressed. I would be thoroughly there, surprised. I'm sorry. And to put the Instagram shit to work, and it actually worked, you'll see. Because Tank was getting his ass whipped by Santa Cruz. He was getting tagged up, and he got a lucky uppercut and knocked his ass out. Because he's a knockout artist. If that shit would have went to 12, ro 12 rounds, his arm would not be raised. Boom. Look at the lady from What happened look, to Santa the lady Cruz. from Freaknik? That was that was worried. She looked fire. That was her. That's her. How y'all know that's her? <laughs> look. Somebody put Auntie was bad. Auntie was bad or some shit. That is her. <laughs> Auntie was bad. Yo, that's crazy. She said she ain't never take no clothes off. That's crazy. That's nuts. All right, y'all. Happy Friday. It's getting hot. <laughs> Take y'all Zertech. <laughs> Next time.